Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man of the Post Extra Time. I'm your host, Chris. Uh, with me this week, I've got Big Boss Ross. How are you? Ahoy, I'm good. Thank you. Ahoy, Having watched no football since the awful, awful Leeds uh, Watford game at the weekend. So you're like sort of um, Denmark. A sucker for punishment, that's why I am. Like Denmark, <laughs> what, what was 92? Yeah, so Adam yeah. is Yugoslavia. <laughs> and I'm you're this Denmark. podcast. <laughs> uh, and with us this week, we've got a debutant. Um, now, some say he is the uh, greatest footballer currently playing in Wales. Uh, I might say that because he's my nephew, and of all my favourite nephews, he's one of them. Uh, it's Jared <laughs> Gazenda. How are you? Very good, thank you. Thanks good, for having right. me on. That's all right. Thank you for joining us. So you've got to introduce yourself to the listeners. Say, uh, what is your favourite football team? Uh, Coventry City. Okay. I think there's going to be a caveat in there as well, hasn't there? There's been an and as well, hasn't there? Well, I think since um, since uh, Adam started supporting us, the, uh, <laughs> we started going down a bit. So um, <laughs> yes, that effect on teams. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, but yeah, and and um, I do follow uh, Bayern Munich as well. Okay, fair enough. Who's your favourite country player? Favourite country city player, um, probably at the moment, it's got to be Jokeres. Okay, uh, uh, striker. You know him, Ross. No, sorry, I was thinking Gary McSheffrey. Got <laughs> <laughs> Craig Bellamy or someone. <laughs> yeah. Well, you've both got Robbie Keane in common, haven't you? Oh, everyone has. We've all got Robbie Keane in common. <laughs> Every football Keane, fan. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. All right, we're going to be talking about the um, Champions League games that have happened this week. We're going to be talking about uh, European games coming this weekend. Bits and bobs of news, Premier League and FA Cup so far. So we're going to start, uh, given the events, oh, we're recording Thursday, so given the events of last night, we're going to start all the way back on um, Tuesday night. That seems <laughs> an awful long time ago. Um, Chelsea uh, beat Real Madrid 3-2 on the night, but lost 5-4 in aggregate. So uh, it was 1-0 at half-time. Chelsea managed to get 3-0 in front um, before uh, before. Um, Romandry pulled one back, sending it to injury time, sorry, extra time, and then Karim Benzema uh, with the um, with the sort of winning goal for the tie. Uh, Ross, you've not seen this one, have you? Have you seen the goals or have you not seen it? Uh, no, I followed this. So on Tuesday nights, I play uh, Championship Manager 97, 98 with nine other like-minded men of myself um, on the Zoom call. Um, but we were following this along. <laughs> None of them, actually. Well, quite happy, no. Although one of them did pull over um, on his way back from a, a, like a work thing. They've been away from since Sunday, and he said, "I better go now because I haven't seen my wife since Sunday." I'm sat in a laid-by watching this uh, streaming <laughs> chat man from 97, like you boys. But um, oh, go on, carry on. yeah, we followed this. Uh, we followed this uh, as, as we're all playing, and 
imagine getting that to three and up, like you're going through, and then you just you just completely collapse. Ryan must be absolutely heartbroken at this. It's fabulous, isn't it? <laughs> uh, Mason Mount was a really really nice goal at the start. Yeah, he's quite a good footballer, that lad, isn't he? Yeah, he's not bad at all, is he? Um, Jared, did you see the goals from this? Yeah, I've seen the guys now. I was watching the the other game, but I've seen the extra time. So the extra time. Did you? What did you make of it? What did you make of it? It just seemed a bit bit slow from Chelsea. I mean, I heard that the first half was some of the best they they probably played in this in this tie, but the extra time just looked slow, really, from them. Yeah, Real Madrid looked in control. A little word on that, Luka Modric outside of the boot pass. Exquisite, I'd say. It's pretty good, isn't it? He's been learning from Charisma, obviously. Um, <laughs> Hakim Ziyech, Kai Havertz, Jorginho all went close after Benzema's goal. Um, Marcus Alonso had a goal disallowed as well. Uh, yeah, well, tell me about this, because I, 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 as you know, I'm married into a Chelsea supporting family and they're all absolutely fuming at VAR and think that Chelsea have been robbed. Well, are, they, are they onto something? The ball hit his hand. I don't think his, his right. hand was kind of in front of his body. So you imagine sort of in front of his chest or stomach and the ball hit right. his hand. If it had been down the other end, if he'd been a defender, I don't think yeah. the penalty would have been given because it was inside his body. However, uh, right. he's a murderer, so, you know, we're allowed exactly. to... Exactly. Different rules apply things. to him. Yeah, exactly. Um, so uh, I think he might have been a little bit unlucky. What do you reckon, Joe? Yeah, I think it's only if, if it wasn't for the, the rule of it hitting your hand, I'd, I yeah. wouldn't have given that as a penalty. Would you have been upset if you had scored that goal? Because you're, you're a professional footballer, aren't you? Mm, not yet. You're so professional footballer, aren't you? Uh, don't get, I don't get paid at all, but yeah. I like the not yet. I like that confidence. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, isn't it? No, I might sit on the bench all the time. <laughs> what sort of career would you like? Would you want to be like one of these sort of superstar footballers uh, that play every game, or are you quite happy to be a sort of reserve player on 30 grand a week but doesn't play very much? Not a keeper, are you? Because that's a good career, that is. <laughs> no, not a keeper. Um, no, to be honest, at this point, it's more, more analyst, but... Um, sit, sitting on the bench wouldn't be bad. Thirty <laughs> <laughs> grand a week for doing nothing. I'll take that. Yeah, that's all right. Bit yeah. of training in the week, easy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So the book, I think, is a bit lucky. You reckon the same, do you, Jared? Yeah, yeah, I reckon it's enough. But if, yeah, I think due to the rule, it has to be disallowed. Yeah, fair enough. Oh, um, Chelsea. Hey, welcome. Tom Tuchel said he was upset that the referee didn't check his monitor afterwards. He was also upset about the. Referee laughing and joking with um, Carlo Ancelotti. Uh, was he? Final whistle as well. Yeah, he said it looks a bit sort of unprofessional. <laughs> <laughs> Even more great. Benzema is... Um, how is he underrated for the player that he is, the amount of goals he scores? He's ludicrous, but he doesn't really ever seem to get talked about in the same circles as like Ronaldo, Messi, Lewandowski. Like He should be right there with all of them, surely. I'm guessing that because he played for so long under Ronaldo... Uh, or with Ronaldo, sorry. Uh, yeah. And Ronaldo was so prolific during that time because he's been, I think it's like 2009, he joined Real Madrid. Yeah. So he's been there an awful long time. He probably joined the same time as Ronaldo. So yeah, he's yeah, he's obviously lived under or with that sort of shadow for the best part of 10 years. And it's only since Ronaldo's left, he's managed to sort of come into his mm. own. Uh, when did Ronaldo leave? 2000 and... Was he there oh. when he won the Champions League 2018? I can't remember. If he... Yes, he was, because I remember him looking at Mo Salah in the tunnel before the game. Uh, oh, that was right. the game when Real Madrid, I think, last won it. So, 
Yeah. So actually, yeah, his stats did bear that out. So he got 24 in 27 and 15, 16. But then since then, Ronaldo left, what, 17, 18, did he? Mm. So Benzema's he left at the end 20... of the 2018. So yeah, Benzema's got 21, 21, 23 and 24 in yeah. those seasons since. That's just league goals. He's got loads more in Europe as well. Yeah. And I get the impression he's quite a selfless player as well. Um, despite his little falling out with Vinicius Junior a little while ago, but he's, yeah, um, he's thirty-four. His kids, yeah. Um, someone I think we talked about this on the podcast last week. Someone said, "Is he the best player to have peaked so late in his career?" I suggested Dario Hubner. Um, I don't know if you can think of anyone that's peaked at such a, a late age. Not, not really. No, not to this level. Certainly not. Like he's got twelve goals in nine Champions League games this season. That's insane. Yes. And, Jared oh, and 24 in the Liga as well. Yeah. I mean, Jared's only about 10, so you probably can't remember anyone that's... <laughs> can you remember anyone I can think is, is Vardy, maybe? But not this, not at this level. Yeah. yeah. It was late 20s, really, definitely, before he became the big, big striker. Yeah. Oh, no, definitely. <clears throat> um, so Chelsea had um, 57% possession and 28 shots, so they would be rather good if they didn't go through. Um, and... Two people said that we left nothing to regret out there, which I reckon they gave everything. I mean, if you saw the sort of after the final whistle, I mean, you watched the end of this, didn't you, Jared? So if you watched the end of the final whistle, the players on the pitch, I mean, both sides looked absolutely done in by the end, didn't they? It was quite impressive to see. Yeah, I think Rudiger's reaction is the one that I remember the most. He's just screaming, <laughs> screaming. <laughs> you love to see it, don't you? Yeah. Uh, Right, okay, so um, speaking of uh, upsets as well, by minute one, Villarreal won, but um, they go out to one on the night, do uh, to an aggregate to Bayern Munich. So Lewandowski scored after 52 minutes, uh, and then Chikowazi scored after 88 minutes. You must have been biting your finger. I was thinking you're almost three. You must have thought nothing can go wrong now, surely, after Lewandowski <laughs> scored. No, I think I just always knew they were going to score watching yeah. it. I just I knew Villarreal were going to get a goal. They looked deadly. They I think Danjuma had that had a chance where he yeah. should have really pushed it away. And from there, I just knew they were going to. Yeah, Jamarino had a chance as well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. But I think it's goal first half would have set him up nicely. Yeah, but it's just it was too late. I think for the first goal. So, did do you reckon Bayern did anything wrong or? Uh, or was Nagelsmann just outsmarted by Emery? Um, I think he was definitely outsmarted in both the legs because yeah. he just he just outplayed he just outtacked um, out tactically done um, Nagelsmann, especially with the crosses. They did crosses both legs, yeah, and just nothing came of them. So they should have really changed it. I think. Yeah, Bayern hit 18 crosses before half-time in this game, which is David yeah. Moyes versus Fulham-esque, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> hit that wide, man. Jesus Christ. Let's talk about the Villarreal team. It is a who's who of Premier League nobodies, really, isn't it? Etienne Capoue, Giovanni Lesselso, Francis Coquelin, um, um, Alfonso three. Pedraza came off the bench, who was on loan at Leeds um, under Gary Monk. Oh, did he? Yeah. Uh, one fourth as well, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, wow, fair play to them. Some talk after this game that uh, Nagelsmann might be replaced by Eric Ten Hag, which would be absolutely hilarious if uh, you don't like Manchester United. But um, I think I, I think I've seen some people say that's probably a bit premature to be talking about this. Um, it would be. Yeah, don't one of the, the the fizzy pop clubs want um, 
Ten Hag, or was it Nagelsmann? I can't remember. One of them won. Red Bull, someone won one of those managers. Nagelsmann was at Red Bull, wasn't he, last season? Yes. So they must want Ten Hag as well, then. Maybe they do. Uh, but I think it's virtually done him going to uh, United. Yeah. Um, Bayern had 45 shots over the two legs, um, 23 on Tuesday and only four on target. That's yeah. not very good, is it, when you've got Lewandowski and Muller up front of you? Yeah, I think Muller had a, had a great chance with a header. Yes, he did. Which I think he should have put away. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think most of them were just awful shots. <laughs> yeah, and... Uh, there's lots of talk about Muller going to Barcelona in the summer. He's obviously, I mean, no, he's getting younger, but he's obviously not getting younger. Uh, Thomas Muller is approaching the twilight of his career as well. So your other striker from there is probably Eric Chupamoteng. So you obviously need a couple of um, decent world-class strikers, which you shouldn't really struggle to attract, but you do need to get somebody in pretty quick because there's talk of Karim Adeyemi going to either RB Leipzig or um, Dortmund. There doesn't seem to be any talk of him going to Bayern, does there? No, no, I don't know whether this, I don't think Lewandowski signed on yet either. No. So and he's he made leave. So Chupo moving up front isn't really Champions League standard. I don't think. No. Levin goodbyeski. <laughs> I can't see Muller play for anyone else. Please don't sign for Barca. I can't see playing for anybody else either. Then no. I would happily have him at Liverpool, even just for like a little sort of six month cameo or something. But I don't think he'd he'd ever do that. You know, you know my love of Thomas Muller. I think he's incredible, and but it just seems wrong that he's going to sign for Barca. And he's, how old is he now? Thirty-two. Like, no, don't do that. It's not going to end about well. forty. He does. He's always looked about forty. You know. I follow three footballers on Instagram. So one's Thomas Muller, the other's Daniel De Rossi, and the other one is Emiliano Insua. He's played for Liverpool. Right. That's <laughs> um, a random yeah. third. <laughs> That's right. I'd never have guessed that if you give me all week to guess for once. <laughs> oh no, Shakiri. I followed Shakiri the other week as well. Oh, um, he's making great fun of the fact that he wears the number 23 shirt, but of course he's in Chicago and he wears number 23 Chicago Bulls. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, he's um similar physiques. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anybody see the clone fan falling onto the pitch at the end? <laughs> no. Not see him. Uh, a very, very drunk Cologne fan in a Cologne shirt uh, climbed out of the uh, pit. Just after all the all the fans had gone, so he was like, he must have hit there or something. Uh, jumped onto the ground from about eight feet in the air, twisted his ankle, but was so drunk he didn't quite notice, uh, and started limping around the pitch. And all the sort of journalists and sort of um, uh, substitutes who were warming down were giving him a big cheer. I <laughs> am um, very attacking. Uh, sorry, not by very attacking. Uh, uh, Emery beat Juve uh, in the last 16 as well so he said that's gave him confidence so we're going to talk about Liverpool in a second um, but beating Bayern and beating Juve I don't think Liverpool really should underestimate uh, the, the task that they've got on their hands Oh no that's two big scalps and they're not going to have they'll have any fear of coming to Banfield at all No I don't think they will at all um, Jared what do you reckon Liverpool uh, or how do you reckon Villarreal could play against Liverpool I think they were, they were able to shut the wide men out for, mm. but I think someone like Jota might be able to just put some headers away against Villarreal. I yep. mean, Lewandowski should, you'd expect, with his height and his power, but Albiol just seems to have him in his pocket all game. Yeah. This is proper analysis, Ross. <laughs> <laughs> um, Albiol must be about 37, though, mustn't he? So he's, he's, he's really quite old. So I reckon him against Mane and 
Salah could be quite interesting. If Salah ever learns how to kick a goal and score a goal again. Um, giving them a yard or two of pace. Yeah, it might be a little <laughs> bit. Uh, right, so move on to Wednesday. Okay, so uh, as tempted as I am to start at the Coliseum, we'll be heading off to um, the Wonder Metropolitano. Uh, Atletico Madrid nil, Manchester City nil. City go through uh, one nil on aggregate. Um, so uh, Gundogan hit the post. I think in the first half, uh, Atleti missed some chances at the end when they were down to ten men. Do we want to talk about the football, or do we just want to talk about fights and sendings off? Fight, 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 <laughs> fight, fight, fight. Okay, so Jack Grealish, who uh, was basically dressed like Mister Bump because he got a sort of bandage on his head. Um, he got a blue bandage on his head. Someone said he looked like someone that got. He was wearing a um, a Christmas cracker hat and got a Manchester City shirt for Christmas. Um, he um, he sort of got a bump in the first half with a sort of elbow in the head from Felipe. Uh, then towards the end, last couple of minutes, Felipe uh, brings him. Well, frankly, makes a really good tackle. Then sort of leaves a boot on him. Uh, Foden rolls off the pitch, rolls back onto the pitch. Um, and then Stefan Savage comes along to try and pull him off the pitch, and then all hell broke loose, didn't it, Joe? Loose, yeah, like four yeah, minutes. yeah. I, I think it was, I mean, Savage, I mean, you can see this frustration, he's rolled off on the edge and then rolls back in. Um, and then the thing with the Foden headband, I actually turned the game on late and I thought he had some weird blonde and black hair <laughs> at the start, and I was trying to find out what was going on. Uh, <laughs> You're getting all real keen on and getting angry at his new haircut. Yeah, I, I thought he'd literally <laughs> bleached blonde and then it's got a black bit across the top. I thought he'd start balding really, really quick. <laughs> uh, Ross, people on BT Sport, uh, after the game, it was Jake Humphrey, uh, Julian Lescott, Rio Ferdinand, and uh, Owen Hargreaves. They said this is the sort of thing we don't want to see in football. Uh, were you disgusted to your very core? Cool? Moron. We always want to see this. <laughs> <laughs> it's two teams that really want to win and you go, you can go about it the right way or you can go about it the Simeone way which isn't necessarily the wrong way but it it is kind of not it's not anti-football but it's not the, the purest's pure football but no, fine if it, no. it, winds, it winds the opposition up and a bit of scrap bit of scrapping fine I'm sure Lescott and Hargreaves probably never got involved with a fight because he was quite soft but I'm sure Lescott and um, Rio were involved in a few scraps well Rio would have been there for Petergate wouldn't he Exactly, yeah. Yeah. He was um, all involved in that. Uh, and um, as some suggestion, that they, well, they, I think they said it was also, you know, obviously terrible and nasty what the athletic players were doing, but it was quite clever what um, Foden was doing when he rolled back onto the pitch. So I think they've got sort of double standards a little bit there. If that had been an athletic yeah. player rolling back on the pitch, they would have been equally as outraged, wouldn't they? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and a nice little headbutt on Raheem Sterling by Savage as well, which was missed by the referee. <laughs> Is it then Savage used to play for Man City? Is that it? I think the right guy? Yes, he did. He did yeah. quite a long time ago, which is, I guess, why John Stones was trying to calm him down when, um, I'm not going to say it because his grandparents were listening. What did uh, Jack Grealish say? <laughs> he said the C word in, a, in his did. thick, brummy accent. And what word is that, Jared? Um, you cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Call, it, call him a cart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> After <laughs> um, which Savage was wanted by pulling his hair. It's all fabulously childish, isn't it? Right. And um, we're going to talk about it in a bit, but this comes just the day after the Northern Ireland ladies' managers criticised the uh, players of being too emotional. <laughs> um, and then he carried on in the tunnel as well. Scott Carson offered out uh, Vasalco, didn't he? 
Love that. Outside. You mean you? Come on. <laughs> yeah. You can take the man out of Leeds, but you can't. <laughs> I mean, this must be more action. I mean, because he played in goal as well already this year, hasn't he? This must be more action than Scott Carson's ever faced in about the last seven or eight years. Some aching old bones that man's got. He's been around for a long time. <laughs> I remember when he was an up and coming goalie at Leeds, wasn't he? Yep. I remember when he, yeah, when he uh, took over from Paul Robinson in the relegation season. That was 20 odd years ago almost. So, yeah. He's been about for a long while. Yeah, I think 2004 that would have been, wouldn't it? Yeah. Um, and the play- well, um, I don't know if it's for Schalke, but it was somebody else. A, lo- a couple of the players had the old Liam Gallagher sort of hold me back thing. You know, when you've got sort of five blokes in yeah. front of you and you're at the back going, hold me back, hold me back, when you're already being held back. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they're not, they're not that hard, are they? The manager's hard. I wouldn't mess with the manager, but the rest of them, I don't... Yeah. I think the City players could have taken them, probably. Edison would have taken them on his own, probably. They're managers in the 50s. I reckon you could take them. <laughs> I mean, you're, you're in your 30s and six foot four. I reckon you could take their manager. He goes down easy, as we all know. So, yeah, he's not going to put up much of a fight, is he? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then final game. Um, this left me a little sort of more stressed than probably what I should have been. So, Liverpool 3, Benfica 3. Liverpool go through 6-4 in aggregate. Uh, one one and a half time, then Liverpool go two one, then three one up. Jobs are good and nice little brace for Firmino on his hat trick. <laughs> then he's three two and three three. Um, yeah. I Alisson also saved low from Nunes at the end when the score was at three three. That was a really good save. Uh, he looks, excuse me, he looks an absolute hell of a player. Jesse joins us in a bit. We can talk about him because he's a, a Uruguayan player. But he looks mm-hmm. a fabulous player. Um, Jared, have you seen much of him? Mm, I saw the first leg of this. But I didn't see it. But I, to be honest, I, he just looks pacey, tall, sort of everything you want from a from a striker. Yeah, he's got a weird haircut, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. yeah. These kids, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> um, listeners, for those who can't see, Jared is uh, sporting a, a Mohican. So. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Oh my. For the listeners, he's, got, <laughs> he's got a bit of missing. Um, yeah, Klopp said we lost concentration at 3-1 up and it looked like we were through. I've got to say, um, I know we even made seven changes. So our back four was Simikas, who was an excellent left-back. Uh, then we got Konate, Matip and Joe Gomez at full-back. Both yesterday and um, at the weekend against Manchester City, we were far more open than what I would really be happy with. I, I mean, did anyone see the, the City game at the weekend, particularly yeah. the first half? Yeah, so City should have... Pounded you in the first half, which could yeah. some chances. Trent had a pretty awful game. There was a bit of miscommunication between Van Dyke and Robertson. Um, mm. Yeah, I'm not happy with how we've been. That's five goals in two games we've conceded, and we do look far too. Uh, you can't play and, Henderson and Milner together in midfield. There's just not the legs aren't there anymore to, to provide that support for the defence. No, no, I mean, it again, I would, there as well. I would have been changing nappy, Jared's nappy when um, James Milner was at Leeds. <laughs> remember his debut. Fact, he wouldn't have been. In 2002, did he make his debut, James Milner? Yeah. Oh, Jack, Jared, you still would have been swimming around yeah. with your dad. <laughs> <laughs> you weren't even born, were you, when James Milner made his debut? His, his two goals at uh, Stamford Bridge. Where's yeah. Where's from us? Oh, <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, he's been around for... Imagine James Milner being around for your entire life. Yeah. Still looks like an absolute unit, though, doesn't he? Yeah, he does. He does. Um, he's, yeah, he's still, he can still move around a fair bit. There's no uh, thing to him I have issues with. Adel Tarap, central midfield. 
Jan Vertonghen, Nicholas Otamendi, what is happening? How are you even struggling against that that sort of level of Champions League team? Yeah, I mean, Adele Tarapton is sort of as a DM is a very strange. Yeah, I mean, Neil Warnock's probably masturbating furiously as in Tarap playing in Champions League. <laughs> Can't believe um, his luck. For a man who watched several years of uh, Adele Tarapton QPR, it's, it's two completely different players. You wouldn't have even. <laughs> Dreamed of that. Imagine Rafinha in sort of 15 years' time playing DM. Yeah, some random Portuguese team. Wasn't Tarap told at QBR, just do what you want and everyone else, you do all the work. I'm pretty sure Warnock's tactics were, you start Warnock, folks. Yeah, Neil Warnock said, I remember him giving an interview to I think like Radio 5 or something once, he said, you just let Tarap do what he wants to do. Because yeah. if, if you asked him to do stuff that you know he isn't going to do, he said you'd want to hang him. Uh, and I think that's like a quote. So, um, you know, if you ask him to trap back or sort of cover the fullbacks or something like that, he's not yeah. going to do it. But so what you do is you play to his uh, his other sort of strength instead. Imagine yeah. if we could get a season of him with Charisma on the same team, since they're both out in Portugal. <laughs> That'd be a fabulous midfield, wouldn't it, those two? It'll happen eventually somewhere. <laughs> Um, so yeah, the uh, semi-final. So as I say, the Liverpool versus Villarreal, uh, Manchester City versus Real Madrid. Uh, Ross, how do you reckon that one's going to go? That's quite a tasty one, isn't it? It's going to be a very good game. Yeah, I think City can adapt well because Madrid aren't going to be a defensive team. They played they played the the, the two ties against Atleti Perfect. Really, they knew exactly what they needed to do and knew how they would play it. So I think they can adapt to how to attack Madrid. I think um, I think I can see both English clubs going through. Hey. Yeah. Well, I don't have your. I mean, I have my natural scouse pessimism. You're a natural <laughs> pessimist when it comes yeah. to Liverpool, but I think you can get through that. But yeah, I'll yeah. give you a good game. I think that um, Real Madrid, I think, could give. I mean, we've got the old Pep overthinking things. Um, yeah. Oh, Vinicius, yeah, Raheem full fullback or whatever. Yeah. But I think Vinicius Junior um, can give anybody uh, an almighty headache the way he's been playing this season. Jared, what do you reckon? Yeah, on the uh, Guardiola thing, did you see his interview where he, uh, he said he into, overthinks everything? No, go on. What was that? So um, someone, someone asked him about tra- uh, substitution or something. He said, yeah, I, I, I overthink everything and you, you'll see um, something new every single game. So I was expecting something a bit more crazy than this this lineup that we saw. But disappointed. He also said this yeah. week that if um, if him and Bielsa had swapped when Bielsa came to England, that he wouldn't have got Leeds promoted because he's not a good enough manager. But Bielsa would have won everything with Man City, oh, which is an interesting kind of sliding doors moment. What would have happened? If you flip those two careers around. Kevin Keegan sat in a bucket. <laughs> Um, and uh, Pep wasn't aware that Fernandinho was going to leave City at the end of the season. No, I like that. (laughs) I found out by the press conference. Yeah, exactly. And then um, Fernandinho had to tweet an apology afterwards. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, okay, you can see both, you can both see an all English final, can you? Yeah. yeah, I think I can. Yeah, I think they're, they're both very strong. The, the Madrid City game, I think, will be the higher scoring. I think Liverpool will uh, not comfortably get through, but they'll win one of the legs quite comfortably, and they'll just have to get, you know, get through the other leg. Yeah, Football Weekly was mentioned in the Q word in relation to Liverpool today. Quadruple. Don. Wow. Do you believe Talk Sport? Then Liverpool aren't out of the title race. I don't think we are at the title race. I just don't think. No, I reckon you're probably right in that title race. You've got one point less than Man City at the top. Yeah. Um, 
I just don't think we're going to win the title. No, City have got an easier run, to be fair. Yes. Yeah, I think they have. Um, right. Okay. So, uh, bits and bobs of news in a minute. Let's talk about European leagues this weekend. So, uh, in La Liga, Real Madrid are top on 72 points. Barcelona in second with 60 and Sevilla in 60. Uh, Atletico Madrid on 57, who lost last week and waiting to pounce is uh, Betis. Only a point behind on 56. We're cheering for Betis on the uh, Extra Time podcast. So, this weekend on Monday night is uh, Barca versus Cadiz. Um, it is uh, first versus third as Sevilla play Real Madrid. Um, and Atletico play Espanyol and Real Sociedad play Betis in Italy. Um, this is a title race, this is. Um, Milan on 68 points, Inter and Napoli both on 66, Juventus on 62. So it's Milan versus Genoa, uh, Spezia versus Inter, uh, Napoli versus Roma, who are down in fifth, they're five points behind um, Juventus, Juventus, and Juve versus Bologna. How good uh, is this to Milan, top of the table? It's pretty cool, that. isn't it? Yeah, it, it makes me feel happy that they're back to like the level that they should be at. Yeah, very much so. With Olivier Giroud up front. Yeah, a beautiful, beautiful man. Exactly. Um, he looks like Ryland, though. He, well, Ryland looks like Giroud. You think? <laughs> yeah. Do you remember the rainbow laces I'd put with him? <laughs> yeah. I very much do. That was one of our early podcasts. <laughs> yeah. Um, and for Kaya Tomori, who doesn't seem to be getting a look in for England. Uh, no. Apparently, if you're in Italy, you don't exist. Yeah, but he's, he's played excellently the last couple of seasons there. Is Abraham in the, the uh, squad? He's in the Roma squad, isn't he? Uh, he's not yeah, in the, the England squad. I didn't see the last England games. He's got 15 goals in the league. <laughs> yeah, he's doing very well. Jared, if it doesn't work out as a, as a footballer in England, have you got a passport you could take abroad where you could sit on a bench and pick up 30 grand a week? Got a German one. Yeah, you have, haven't you? Might be able to use that one. <laughs> you go to Australia, Chris will watch you at 4am on BT Sport on Sunday morning. <laughs> yeah, get you in the even, if even if I'm not there, you will. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you about the Jamaican Premier League earlier, yeah, that's too late for me. <laughs> I can't, can't be bad like living in Jamaica. <laughs> Got the weather. Yeah, but you weren't you were in Jamaica watching it. You, you're you're out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, Bundesliga with Ken then. So you're buying. They're on 69 points, uh, nine ahead of Dortmund. Um, Bayer who's on 52 points. Uh, RB Leipzig 51. And then fifth place, um, hanging on for that Champions League spot if they can catch uh, RB is Freiburg. So this weekend, Dortmund versus Wolfsburg, Byfield versus Bayern Munich, Bayer Leverkusen versus RB Leipzig, that's third and fourth, and then Freiburg versus Bochum. Um, you're not going to lose nine points between now and the end of the season, are you? No, I think that one's, that one's sealed there. Go on, chest out, shoulders back, nothing can go wrong now. N- nothing can go wrong now. Oh, well, <laughs> no, no, I, I don't think, think it could. Well, you didn't think it could in the Champions League, could you? No, I, I had a feeling. I had a oh, feeling. did you? Okay. Yeah. Um, Okay, in France this weekend, PSG top on 71 points, then Marseille 59, Rennes 56, uh, and Strasbourg hanging in on 56 of 52 points because there's only three Champions League places or automatic Champions League places. So, top play Strasbourg, um, Rennes play Monaco, but the big one this weekend is uh, Le Classique, um, and that is French for the classic, in case you, uh, you didn't is it? Know that. Yeah. Well, you did German, didn't you, Joe? You might not have done French, so you just didn't know if you, you knew that. Yeah, that one caught me out. Yeah. I mean, Ross, you work at a pet shop, so there's no way you, you do friendship. I mean, are they like Latin names for um, animals in the same that there are for um, plants? Yeah, there are, yeah. Is there? Yeah. You have, you I don't know any of them, but they are on the little price label, logos and stuff, yeah. Are they? Yeah. You have to memorise them. 
Rattus Maximus, stuff like that. <laughs> Any snakes in your pet shop? There is, yeah. Is there? No, well, I'm not yeah. coming in there then. <laughs> you don't have to feed him or anything, do you? Yep. Do you? Yeah, feed them mice. On what, a Monday, they get, they get fed once a week. Yeah, you have to defrost a mouse in a, a cup of boiling water and then feed it to the snake. Jesus. I know. <laughs> what a bloody job. How come, do you have to do that? There's not somebody else you can farm it onto. Well, it depends who's in on a Monday morning. Yeah, if it's me, then yeah, I have to. Bloody hell. <laughs> what do you do? Do you, you lift the lid off and sort of just chuck it in and close it as fast as you can? No, you have to hold it tweezers and like dangle it near the snake's mouth. And the snake's oh my God, do you? Flying out towards your face. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying. <laughs> that is it. What sort of snake is it? It's a, a California, no, a Carolina sn- something snake. Yeah, Carolina something. So it's not, so it's not some... Is it? so it's it's like, not like a is python it... or anything like that, no. Oh, okay. It's more than like a grass snake. No, it's, quite, it's kind of in between. The... Jesus, so... you have to move out of the way really fast to use it. Sort of... Oh, well, it's in an enclosure. You kind of shut it as much as you can over by your hand and like, put your hand in. Like that. Oh my God. Why can't you just drop the mouse in and run away? Because <laughs> you need to make sure it comes out and eats. Um, so how, how long is it there? I mean, has anyone bought one? Yeah, that one's been there for a year. Uh, we, I've sold two in the seven months that I've been there, though. So. A year? Yeah. People do buy them. Yeah. At what point do you sort of think, well, no one's buying this, let's just club it on the head? <laughs> I don't know, to be honest. We do do that with like rabbits and stuff. They've not been sold within, um, oh, I think, two, I two or three months. We don't literally kill them ourselves, but we send them away. To a rabbit farm where they live happily ever after. Of course, yeah. We send them to a stud farm where they can fuck up rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> it's a brutal, brutal world, Chris. I can tell you some stories. Maybe off air, just in case. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> Jared, you used to have a pet rabbit, didn't you? Yeah, but they got eaten by foxes. Hey. Yeah. I'll do that. Anyway, he wants to talk about PSG Marseille. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, well, uh, speaking of things that are no longer with us, Freddie Rincon um, has unfortunately yeah. passed away. Um, he died uh, as resulting in injuries from a car crash. Uh, he represented Colombia 84 times at three World Cups in the 1990s. Do you remember him as a player? Yeah, absolutely. He's a go-to player for me on Championship Manager 97, 98. He's uh, always available and scores tons of goals for you. Only 55 years old. Yeah, so he would have been part of that team with um, Bad Rama and uh, Aspria, Higita, and of course, Andreas Escobar. Um, yeah. Who sadly made his fake slightly early, didn't he? England, um, didn't he, in the 98 World Cup? I guess he must have done, yeah. Yeah. Um, that was the Darren Anderton free kick, wasn't it? Was that the Beckham? It was, yeah. Yeah. Well, it was, yeah, Anderton was there. That's right. Beckham was dropped in the first two games, wasn't he, for Anderton, I think. Yeah, imagine that now. <laughs> imagine doing that now. <laughs> Uh, what else have we got? Northern Ireland captain Marissa Callahan, Northern Ireland ladies captain Marissa Callahan has said, uh, quote unquote, we collectively stand by our manager uh, after uh, he, by the name of Kenny Shields, uh, said that, quote unquote, women are more emotional than men after their 5 0 loss to England. Uh, Rush, you live in a house full of females. How would that go down if you said that? I mean, he's not wrong, is he? Women are more emotional than men on the whole, but. If you're managing a team of women, probably best to keep that to yourself. Uh, is that at Ross Bell 1984 on Twitter, is it? <laughs> uh, Ross Bell underscore underscore. Come at me. 
<laughs> you're emotional women. If you got emotional by that, then I've proved my point. Well, at least we're going to know if Jesse and Emma listen to this. Exactly. <laughs> Jared, do you agree? You live in a house with uh, a mother and a sister, don't you? Yeah, well, not anymore, but, but yeah. Um, I thought it was controversial as soon as he said it, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Girls and, women, girls and women are more emotional than men, so they take a goal going in not very well. I mean, coming 24 hours before that Manchester City Atleti game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's quite the, uh, the quote, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what was it? Oh, uh, El Distanso. Anyone aware of El Distanso? No. Okay, so this is in the A-League. This is the two teams furthest apart of the A-League. Oh, Perth yeah. Glory and Wellington <clears> Phoenix. <throat> They played the yeah. other night, uh, and um, this took place in Perth. But it was an away win. All those miles are worth it, as uh, Wellington Phoenix scored. Um, Shambles of a league that you've got teams <laughs> from another country playing in your division. I mean, there's Monaco playing in France. Yeah, um, yeah, that's fine. And obviously, you've got Swansea and Cardiff. But I mean, there's yeah. they're, they're, they're on the same island. They're not like separated by quite a distance. Uh, I mean, I guess of water. Think- I mean. I guess you could say China and France are on the same island. I mean, yeah, well, I mean, yes, they are, but they don't, there's no Chinese teams playing in France, although there might be in the, the France FA Cup. I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone seems to play in that. So. Not yet. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I don't know whether Wellington Phoenix have still got Paul Eiffel and Gary Hooper playing for them. And so. Stephen Taylor. Stephen Taylor was the captain for quite some time. <laughs> Geordie legend. Uh, Everton have negotiated a fixed fee of 500 million uh, with a contract to Lang O'Rourke to build their new 52,000 seat stadium. Uh, it should be ready in the summer of 2024. So uh, that's a fixed price. So if anything goes wrong, that's on the contract. A big stadium for a championship club. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I, of course, uh, paid my builders by the hour to build this house and it took for bloody ever <laughs> funnily enough <laughs> should have gone the Everton way mate yeah exactly uh, Common Libertadores this week in Group A um, Palmeiras uh, beat Pe- uh, Petrolio I guess that's Spanish for Petrol uh, of Bolivia 8-1 uh, Palmeiras now six points after two games uh, Nacional of Uruguay in Group C they drew 0-0 with the Studiantes of Argentina so Studiantes are top of four points Group D Boca uh, beat Always Ready who definitely weren't um, Marseille legend Dario Benedetto and football manager legend Dario Benedetto with both goals there. Uh, Corinthians beat Deportiva Cali 1 0. Um, all teams have got three points in that group. Uh, River Plate beat Fortaleza 2 0. In group F, Cola Cola beat Allianz Lima 2 1. I've got an Allianz Lima shirt, so I'm cheering for them. Quite a lot of use of this. Uh, River Plate and Cola Cola are on six points. Um, and in group G, uh, Portena of Paraguay 3, Colón of Argentina 1, uh, Penarol 2. Jesse's not here, but she would have been happy. Olympia of Paraguay won. Uh, so Portreno are on four points. Penarol, three points. Colon, three points. CONCACAF Champions League semi-finals. These are second legs. Uh, Seattle Sounders, three. New York City FC, one. So Sounders go through four, two in aggregate. Uh, and Cruz Azul, nil. UNAM, uh, both in Mexico, uh, nil. So uh, UNAM go through two, one in aggregate. So there's a two-leg semi-final being played later on this month and in May. Uh, I don't think a team outside of Mexico has ever won the uh, CONCACAF Champions League. So, um, chance for the Sounders there to make a little bit of history. Yeah, the Sounders, then my American team. Yes. I'm not sure whether um, Liam Ridwell and uh, Oberfemi Martin still play for them. <laughs> I'm going to look at their squad right now and see if I can... The last thing I remember about Liam Ridwell 
<laughs> the last thing I remember at Lee Ridgewell while you fill that gap is uh, yeah. him getting in trouble for burning the fifty pound notes. Well, no, he didn't uh, burn them. Yes. He, he wiped his bum with them, didn't he? Wiped his ass. I don't recognise any of their players, unfortunately, anymore. You know, sad state of affairs. No, uh, Wellington Phoenix, by the way, have um, two. Well, Gary Hooper, who we all yep. know and love from the Championship days, Scott Wooten, who was at Leeds for three painful and miserable years. Um, one of the worst footballers I've ever seen play football. He's playing for the Wellington Phoenix right now. Yeah, but think about it, Jared. He might be one of the worst footballers uh, Ross has ever seen, but he gets to live in New Zealand. Picks up a nice living. Weather must be he good does. out there. Yeah. I mean, he, he's, he, he was at Leeds, Rotherham, MK Dons, Plymouth, Wigan, Morecambe, and he thought, nah, fuck, it's going to Wellington. I'm going to New Zealand instead. Exactly. I mean, the A-League yeah. takes place in the summer as well, so he's literally, and he can come home. He's got the summer all year round. I mean, obviously, you're going to be tearing it up for Coventry City in the Champions League in a few years. But, you know, if, if it doesn't quite work out, there's your other option. Yeah, yeah. Or, or Jamaican Premier League, as you said. Yeah. Jamaican Premier League. There's George Saunders. Sorry, Jerry. Yeah. There's George Saunders, who he, he was rejected by Arsenal. Um, and he spent his entire his career, about 30, he spent his entire career playing in South America. There we go. There's no need to yawn when I tell you that. Sorry, mate. <laughs> Would you like to talk about the Premier League again? Yes, I know that league. Let's do it. <laughs> right, Premier League on Saturday, 12.30 on BT Sport is uh, Spurs versus Brighton and the Bobby Zamora derby. Um, since Dejan Kulisewski's debut, no player has got more assists in the Premier League. Um, Spurs won five out of five at home versus Brighton. Um, but each of Brighton's last three Premier League wins have been away from home, including that win at Arsenal last week. Spurs have won their last four, scoring 14 goals. Oh, look, we've got Jesse Lowe's joining us. Almost perfectly it's me, timed. It's me. This year. We've literally just stopped talking about the Copa Libertadores, but do you want to go back and talk about Penarol? I want to hear what Ross and Jared said about it. It, it was what? great. What was your favourite part, Ross? The kits. The Penarol kit is nice. What colour is it without Ooh. looking? Black and yellow. That was really good. Yeah. Who's your fa- who's your favorite Penrose player? Wait, um, don't answer. Don't answer. Oh, Chris, who's your favorite? Who's my your favorite, favorite Penrose player? <laughs> my favorite Penrose player is that Italian pronounced name from last week, which I can't forget. Chera Pera, mm. whatever his name is. <laughs> yeah, Chris just seems pastas. <laughs> um, okay, I, in all seriousness, my favorite Penrose player is um, Speedy Gonzalez. Yeah, I'm gonna go. This is a nice 20 <laughs> seconds that we all shared together. Uh, we just started talking about uh, Spurs. Who are they? Good they've been recently. Yeah. So you've won your last four, scoring 14. 14. That's a lot of goals you've scored. And did you Have you heard of this, this Irish kid that we have? Troy Parrott. Comes on, scores a goal, breaks to MCL. Great. Love it. <laughs> um. Yeah, and Dejan Kulazeski suffered by team with you, hasn't he? I love him. Do you? I do. Oh. Yeah. He is, he is very good at football. He's it's annoying. It, he is. He came out of nowhere. I mean, I know he came from Sweden, but he's like, he's one of those that you know we're not going to keep because we're so dumb and that's what we do. <laughs> Um, Ross will understand this. We're like the Knicks in that way, where we find a great player and then we're like, what would be the best thing to do with this player? Yeah. You know, give him, move him on as quick as possible. Yep. 
Yeah, I'm just enjoying him while we have him. I enjoyed him when he burst onto the scene with Juventus a couple of years ago, and then he sort of he didn't so much fall off a cliff, but he sort of stagnated for a little bit. So I think this move is is pretty good for him. I think Juve does that. I mean, in general, because they're terrible people, but I think they do that. They did that with Betancourt also. Like you either, I don't know, you're either that kind of player who can sort of ignore the fact that you're playing for this. Oh, can I curse in front of Garrett? He just swore really well. You know, you, you like, I don't know, either you somehow succeed like despite Juve, um, or you wither and die. And I was so upset two years ago, I think it was when Betancourt started playing because he was so phenomenal in Uruguay. I mean, he like almost single-handedly got us to the um, under 17s. And then he went to Juve and he was like, kind of crap. Um, And it seemed like he was gonna be one of those players that was like eaten by the system. And I think maybe the same thing happened to Kulisevsky. I don't know where you just like don't find your feet and you get sad and eaten by the uve machine um so i'm i'm so happy that they're they're here and they're free and they're they're playing under conte's little like mullet fabulousness they're both too young to play for uve one's 24 one's 21 i mean you've got to at least have another 10 years before you can play for uve properly I can't yeah. think of Benson Core without the um I, every time I, I keep I keep really saying it wrong because I keep thinking about the guitarist from extreme <laughs> Remember him. <laughs> so how are you going to get on against Brighton? Because your friends support Brighton, don't they? I know. I know. This is a friendship derby. Yeah. And how are yeah. you going to get on? Um, we'll probably lose. This is what we do. Yeah. No, Ross is saying no. I, Ross, we've won two in a row. We can't. We Brighton, Brighton um, are only allowed to win nine Premier League games a season. They've done that every season <laughs> they've been in the league. They've got eight wins this season and they still got to play us. On the last day, so uh, they're not going to win this week. Yeah, but so Doherty, whose name I cannot pronounce correctly for the life That's of it. me, is That's it? much better than some of Chris's pronunciations of uh, foreign players. Yeah. <laughs> I know, but I was told I was told that he's Irish. So I have to say something like "Your man, Doherty." Your man, yeah. Like, the H in a weird, hard way. Yeah. I think I've Doherty's just perfect. Like, yeah. Okay. yeah, you should start watching old Father Ted episodes just to sort of <laughs> get up with this. <laughs> Jared, cheer her up. Make her, make her, make her happy. They're going to win, aren't they? Um, yeah, I can't see. Can't see them losing. Really? I don't know. I don't know. Because here's the thing. When Dodie's out, Harry Winks comes back in. You all know how I feel about Harry Winks. He's like <laughs> functionally useless as anything but a hair model. Dodie, uh, uh, that tackle that he got injured on was a red card tackle as well. And the referee bottled it. He, the player should have been sent off. He saved it for uh, Felipe. Yeah. It was. I mean, it yeah, it was an accident, but it was. It was a pretty. <laughs> right. Pretty yeah. Um, right. Okay. So three o'clock is. Um, you have to excuse my dogs are going mad in the background. I've got no idea why. So that comes up on the recording. I'm very sorry. Uh, three o'clock is Manchester United versus Norwich in the Steve Bruce derby. Uh, Manchester United won twelve out of fifteen versus Norwich, including the last four. Um, Manchester United have lost eight Premier League games this season. Five of those have been on a Saturday. Only in the 2018-19 season have they lost more games on a specific day of the week. Who wants to have a quiz and say which day that was? Sunday, surely. Yes, well done. They lost six on a Sunday. (laughs) The only other day Premier League games mainly played (laughs) once. I can't believe it took so long for someone to say that. (laughs) 
yeah, so both of them won one out of five. Manchester United lost last week to uh, Everton. Manchester uh, Norwich beat Burnley. Uh, Jared, how do you think this one's going to go? Um, I think it's got Man United win, win written all over it. And what sort of win? Do you reckon it'll be sort of quite comfortable 3-0, 4-0? Do you reckon it'll be sort of quite a stodgy thing that they've been used to the last few weeks? I think it'll start stodgy and then they'll just steamroller them. I think I think it'll be a bit of uh, like Chelsea sort of come back against a bad result and then just dominate an opponent. You know what? Are you saying that because it's Norwich or you think United are due to do that at some point to somebody? I think with the characters they've got in there, yeah. you'd, you'd expect that sort of result after a bad, a bad loss. Have you ever um, smashed a phone out of a child's hand when you <laughs> lost the game? No, no. I never really had had fans to be fair at my games. Have you not? Oh, <laughs> like said, no, fuck off, I'm not coming to Old Trafford. What would I, <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, no, you've never lost the game, but, you know, there you go. <laughs> no, I've lost plenty this year. Uh, Jesse, how's it going to go? Um, how is it or how do I want it to? Okay, there's two separate things, so answer those separately. Okay, United are going to win, Ronaldo's going to score some ridiculous whatever and then take his shirt off and scream like a banshee maniac. I would like Norwich to win just to make Ronaldo sad. Yeah, okay. Ross, some people were saying last week that that was like Ronaldo smashing the phone out of someone's hand is like the sign of a born winner and he sort of hates losing and all that sort of thing. Son of a born cunt, that's my son. He's <laughs> absolute bell end of the highest order. I really hope they lose. I, I think it's going to be a draw because I watched that game against Everton last week and they were just so shit. Like, they're not a team in any way at all. They're a bunch of blokes on a football pitch together. Look how I used to be a part of a Sunday league team. There's no tactics. When I walk around, you're telling them just. Listen to what Cristiano says. I think is it the entire tactic they've they played to at the minute because they look awful, absolutely awful. And I really hope they lose every game. Um, sorry, go on, Jesse. It looked like the one time that we had to play American football in gym class, and I had never <laughs> still the only ever time. And somebody's like, they just gave up on me entirely, which is the correct choice. And they just said, follow. I don't know, whatever his name was, Chris, because everybody's name was Chris. Sorry, Chris. And that's what they looked like. You just saw a whole bunch of people and me like, oh, I don't, I can't. Oh, is that the ball? Do I catch it? Do I put it on my head? Do I put it on my pocket? Do I run with it? Guess I'll just follow that dude. Have they played this match before? Do they like it? Do they enjoy it? Is this punishment? Is it mandatory? Why are they there? Who knows? Like they were, t- they were thinking about all these questions for ninety plus minutes. Was Harry Maguire's mom going to come with a cake at the end? Think Smith, of course, has already won at Old Trafford this season. Aston Villa. This was the game where um, Emmy Martinez outsight um, Bruno Fernandez, wasn't it? Yeah, Tim Crawley did the same thing. He made some great saves last week. Tim Crawley actually against Burnley. Not only Burnley, but he kept him in the game. Yes. He did, didn't he? And of course, he's the sort of goalkeeping sledger as well, isn't he? He is. He loves a bit of it. They're just so bad. Like the most expensively assembled squad in world football history, and I just can't get over how rubbish they are as a team. Fabulous, isn't it? Um, it is. It is amazing. I love it. To be I, 
I have to say, Ed, who was on this from the Manchester United, uh, no question about that podcast the other week. It's been an absolute joy and pleasure to listen to his podcast the last few weeks. <laughs> <laughs> I did say to him when I was on his podcast, I think if the podcasts were a thing in the 90s and the noughties, there's no way in the world I'd have been on his podcast. But, you know, <laughs> it's been a great pleasure to listen to these last nine years. Um, right, OK, so uh, three o'clock is Southampton versus Arsenal, the Charlie George derby. Uh, Alexander Lacazette has got five goals and two assists in his last six versus Southampton. Um, Southampton scored first in seven out of their last 11 Premier League games, but they've only won two of those. That's quite a, a thing for them. Southampton lost four out of five. Arsenal lost three out of four. Of course, Southampton lost to uh, Chelsea three, uh, sorry, six nil last week. And I got a little name check on the Sunday show with my uh, Adam saying that uh, I was saying that Southampton are a very streaky team, you know, either like five wins in a row or four losses in a row or something. And they seem to be in a bit of a bit of a trough, don't they, Ross? Yeah, I don't, I don't like watching Southampton. As I messaged the other week in our group chat, it has to do no, you have to declare a geographical interest with that, don't you? <laughs> well, I hate Pop. I hate Pompey. I really can't stand Pompey. I like Southampton more than Pompey, but I just think that they're just not very good. Like, they're fine. And if they're the model that most clubs that get promoted kind of look look to then I mean all right really like but I want I would I would like Leeds to have higher ambitions than to be the new Southampton and just stay in the league every year and just make money. It's, it just seems very boring. But I don't know, they're just they're just very meh, aren't they? They don't yeah. play very nice football. It is all all revolves around Ward Prowse. If he doesn't play very well then they don't play very well. It's kind of as simple as that. If you were to wake up tomorrow and by some yeah. strange quirk of fate, Jesse Marsh had been sacked and replaced with Ralph Hasenhutl, how would you feel as him as Leeds manager? I wouldn't know the difference, to be honest, because we played okay. tennis the other week and it was like when two mirror images, you see, thing. It was both teams played exactly the same football and it was absolutely hideous to watch. And I miss Bielsa. <laughs> <laughs> He's gone. He's gone. He's not coming back. <laughs> I missed the Jesse. duty. Cheer him up, Jesse. Uh, well, you don't have to cheer him because he's not his team. But Southampton Arsenal, how do you um, how do you think this one's going to go? Um, I think it's probably the right match to like take your dog on a walk. Okay. <laughs> um, Arsenal lost last week, so they're obviously in crisis again, aren't they? Yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. And they lost in a pretty like arsenally. Because <laughs> I wish everybody could see our faces when we all cringe at the same time. Um. <laughs> Yeah, and like you said, South, like when Arsenal go to bits, at least it's a little bit enjoyable if you're not an yeah. Arsenal fan because they go to bits in a pretty spectacular way. But Southampton are just, I don't know. They're not, like you forget about that when when yeah. your team's not playing with that. So it's not, there's nothing like particularly exciting unless Arsenal do something terrible. Yeah, um, okay. Jared? Jared, help us with this one. To be honest, I think last week I wanted Southampton to, to have a massive defeat just so that they bounce back. Like usually after the 9-0 or whatever, whatever it is, they, they tend to start playing all right. So I was sort of hoping for, for another one of those, so some better football from them, but I just I can't see them turning turning much around this season. Hey, really? Uh, I think they're just they're sort of trying to get this one done. Like just Pretend it never happened and then yeah, try and build for next year. Do you think Southampton are on what Jesse might call um, El Bicho? Uh, yeah, they're just, just sort of there. Yeah. Jerry, yeah. that's not real. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, three o'clock, Watford versus Brentford, the Richard Lee derby. Richard Lee, um, I don't remember, Ross. He was a goalkeeper that played for goalkeeper. Watford. He, yeah. he went on Dragon's Den. Do you remember? No. He went on Did Dragon's he? Den. Yeah, he went on Dragon's Den. I'm sure he went on Dragon's Den with somebody I went with to school what with. what I did. Um, it was a hat shop, like a baseball hat shop. They wanted to open a baseball hat shop in Leicester. And Peter Jones ended up investing in them. He always invests, though, Peter Jones. He's got money to spare, that man. He does, actually. He sort of chucks his... Remember Hamfutter? <laughs> yeah, I do, actually. <laughs> he chucks his money away like it's sort of going out of fashion. Uh, OK, so Brian uh, Ibuemu has got three assists in his last three games. Um, Brentford have got four points in 11 games between December and February. Uh, they've now won four out of five, so they're on a heck of a streak. Um, and Rory Hodgson at home, what... Has played, was uh, managed for, and lost for Jared. That's not very good, is it? No, no. I think Brentford, Brentford looked good, and Watford just, just not, not great. I think they've been so hot and cold over the, the season. Yeah, that you don't know what you're going to get from them. Usually, it's a poor game, but you might, you might want to pull something out of the bag. You think they will? Mm, they could, it could go either, either way because Brentford aren't, aren't amazing. Away, I don't think. No, but they they got Christian Eriksen back. Ivan Tony scoring goals, hasn't he? Yeah, keep it and won the bench my fancy team. But, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Jesse, how do you reckon this one's going to go? I think Brentford will take it for the reasons Jared said, and also because I just feel like there's such magic there and seeing Christian Eriksen on the pitch and actually doing well that I I don't want to believe otherwise. Christian Eriksen, who I've seen linked with Newcastle today. Where are you? You're, I don't understand the things. That, <laughs> if you're reading the same things that I'm reading, which is that every single player is linked to Barcelona, I would just not be. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, if you want to earn the ire of Newcastle fans, um, whenever the Newcastle United official account tweets, uh, just try and get the words Jamal Khashoggi in there. So they, they tweeted, uh, it was Amanda Stavely's birthday this week. And, you know, many happy returns to her, they tweeted. I said, um, will, they be get, will she be getting a card from Jamal Khashoggi? Um, Newcastle fans don't like be reminded of him. Uh, my mentions got a little bit bunged up on Tuesday or whenever it was. Yeah. It is quite funny. But how, how many of us can say that our team is not linked to human rights abuses? I don't remember seeing John Henry out beheading journalists. Um, After the next World Cup, none of us will have that pleasure. Let's see. Well, I know. I know. Who owns Leeds at the moment? It's not Cellini, is it? Oh, uh, it's um, Andrea Radrazzani, who took us on a pre-season tour to, I can't remember. Oh, Burma, was it? Myanmar, wasn't it? Burma, yeah, Myanmar. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, he's got some issues. Oh. Well, he's also... between friends. He's very touchy on Twitter as well. I can't, can't criticise him or the, all these little fucking weirdos come after you. Jared, who owns Coventry? Um, Sisu. I don't, don't really. I don't think they're they're too bad. They don't. don't give us any money. They don't give you any money. No, no, just a hedge fund. Club, well, yeah. Look, look what happened to you last time we had money though. It's not, it's not worth it. No, well, well, we did get um, uh, the uh, thing we don't have enough money. We did get administration. Yeah, we went into administration, so they're, they're not the best. And you ended up having to go to North, uh, Northampton, wasn't it? Yeah, well, we don't even own our stadium. Then you so. could visit Ross. <laughs> Ryan, Ryan's in Northampton. <laughs> Ryan's in Northampton. <laughs> I mix up my Hamptons. 
Yeah, Ross is in the other Hampton, Hampshire. Yeah. <laughs> so you ain't, so you don't own your you still want to share it with wasps, don't you? Yeah, um, but but hopefully that. I, mean, I don't think we'll, we'll ever own it with with wasps. I think they're going to just. Yep. But I think they'll, they'll probably end up building one and then selling that one again. QPR shared. I think the QPR even shared with wasps a few years ago. It's never good sharing a a, a pitch with a, a rugby team. We shared um, with rug, the Leeds um, rhinos. It used to destroy it on road. Which era was that? Who was the Leeds manager at the time? Well, it's been for, for years up until uh, maybe the the start of the Ramazani era. It was definitely at one point they had uh, when we were managed by Brian McDermott. They were also managed by a Brian McDermott, and we both had a player called Ryan Hall as well, which is really weird. So at that time, would the ball for Leeds United have been on the ground that much? Uh, McDermott, yeah, McDermott liked to play football, and then we got rid of him and brought in like Steve Evans, and no, so it didn't really matter too much. Brian McDermott is a name that has sort of been lost in football history. What's he doing? Now? I don't know. He, I'm sure he's Arsenal. I think he's doing something like that because that's where he was from in the first place. Some sort of scout. Scout for them. That's yeah. right. Oh, I hope, yeah, hopefully he's all right. Uh, Sunday, yeah, I like. I quite liked it as well. Sunday is Newcastle versus Leicester. Caught past two on Sky. Nikos Dabby's that's Derby. Um, Leicester have won their last five at St James's Park, but Newcastle have won their last four at home. Um, James Madison's got three goals and two assists in five games against Newcastle. Um, Newcastle beat Wolves last week, which ended three straight losses. Leicester beat Palace 2-1. Jesse, um, how do you reckon this one's going to go? I mean, now that Newcastle are going to have Christian Eriksen, they're going to do great. Um, I think Leicester are going to take this one. Oh, OK. Uh, Ross? Yeah, I think Leicester are just about kind of good enough. They seem to be hitting hot and cold at the minute. Are they playing today? Yeah, they're playing playing right now. They just finished. Uh, So going to be tough. Are both of these teams on El Bicho? Newcastle are safe, aren't they? Uh, Newcastle fans don't believe they're safe. They still think they can get dragged back into it, but it's going to take something sort of mad for them to be dragged back down now. 10 points. Here are the relegations. I mean, we yeah, I think they're safe. I think 35 points is the safety point. This is, I think they're safe because other teams are so much more like the teams that are bad are so yeah. reliably bad. Yeah. yeah, well, given that they're 10 points clear and safe, you being a point behind and nine points clear, are you safe? We need two more. I say we need two more points. 35 is the magic number this season, I think, yeah. just to be definitely certain. But I'm sure the bottom four have got to play each other at some point as well. So, yeah, oh, I think okay. we're all fine. Uh, and finally, for the Premier League, is West Ham versus Burnley, quarter past two, the Ian Wright Derby. West Ham at home versus teams in the relegation zone. They've gained 25 points from 27 available. Uh, West Ham have got 51 goals from 135 shots on target in the Premier League this season. That is a conversion rate of 37.8%. Only Chelsea with 38.1% have got a, a better conversion ratio. Um, Jared, you're a stats man. That's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's not bad. Um, I mean, when you have some some good strikes, it does help in, a, in the Premier League. They don't strike me as a team flush with good strikers, though. They've got Jared Bowen, but I mean, who. Mick Antonio strikes me as a very sort of streaky player that'll get like four in five and that's not score for another six months. Yeah, but I think Jared Bowen, he's he's got. I think he's got to move on, maybe in season or two to a bigger club because he's just he's way too good for West Ham. I think. Yeah, he's definitely. He's probably. I would say he's one of the best at the moment in the in the Premier League form wise. Do you reckon he do a Champions League club? He, I think he's a bit of a Europa League player, you know, okay. or Champions League. Just 
kick the ball up to him. He'll run on if your team's losing or need a goal. Yeah. Jesse, how do you reckon this one's going to go? I'm not a stats person. You said all those numbers, and I was really glad you called on Jared. <laughs> like you know, well, the, temp- the, temptation, the temptations come to you as overwhelming. <laughs> um, yeah, I think West Ham is good. Yeah. I mean, nobody thinks otherwise, yeah? There, Ross, you think the same? Yeah, West Ham, Burnley, rubbish. Fair enough. Right, we've got two semi-finals. So, um, the FA Cup semi-finals. So, Saturday, 3.30, Manchester City versus Liverpool. Um, the amazing to see how many people are actually there, seeing as there's no trains from Manchester or Liverpool down to Wembley, uh, which is superb. Uh, and then Sunday's half past four, Chelsea versus Crystal Palace. Guys, how do we think this one, either of these are going to go? What, what final are we going to have? Are we going to make Chris say it? Can we bully him together? No. Palace Man City is my final. Palace Man City, is it? Yeah, Chelsea are broken. That, late, that game this week broke them. Yeah. Jesse, what do you reckon? Uh, Liverpool. Mm. I just, I want you to have a nice thing. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and also increase, increase the time that you get to just be stressed. <laughs> yeah. Um, Jared, what do you think? I just can't call it. It'll be Chelsea in there, I think, but the other two, I, I, I can't call it. What if we had a Chelsea, a, a, a Ryan, Chris, Smackdown? Whoa. That could be... That could and then be, I wouldn't like, care at all. I'd be like, they could both lose. It'd be fine. I think we might yeah. end up with the Manchester City Palace final. So you think Liverpool-Chelsea then? <laughs> That's what oh, it I think be. <laughs> if I say Manchester City Palace often enough, actually, I should, I should say Man City Chelsea often enough because then we get Palace, wouldn't we? And then Christian <laughs> Benteke gets his revenge, a last minute winner. But there, there won't be any party doing his dance this time, will there? That is a shame for all of us. <laughs> right, that, bring, that brings us to the end of our Premier Roundup, FA Cup Roundup. Um, anyone got any other business at all? No. We're Man of the Post, part of the uh, Man of the Post network. So you can find us on Instagram and uh, Twitter at Man of the Post. You can find us on Facebook. Give us a like on there. Uh, Dave and Simon and Ali will be back on uh, Sunday to review the games that we've been previewing. Um, If you like what you hear, you can find us on ACAST, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts. You can like, subscribe and follow and all your future episodes will fall automatically into your inbox. Uh, Ross... Um, bearing in mind you said that women were too emotional earlier on how do they follow you on Twitter stand with my Northern Ireland brethren Um, they can follow me at Rossbell underscore underscore Jesse if you want to speak to Ross and have a conversation with him (laughs) about how women are too emotional how can they how can he follow you I mean I have to wait till after my monthlies because (laughs) everyone knows that we're not allowed to tweet when we're on the rag um I also want to find out how you do two underscores in a row, but you just go to at Jesse Loach. That's it. Talk, okay. to about, talk to me about your moon phases and uh, Diego Forlan. That's it. Uh, and Jared, if people want to talk to you, how do they follow you on Twitter? Uh, Gazenda SA. How do you spell Gazenda? G-Z-E-N-D-A. Nice easy one there. Nice easy one. These foreign names. Right, brilliant. Guys, thank you ever so much. Thank you, Chris. Thank you should also have to follow you, but you know. You don't need to follow me. Um, and I always want to keep your man on the post.
Huh? We're still recording. Oh yeah, where's the button? Uh, I don't do podcasts anymore.